Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today, guys, you're going to love the brand on the podcast today. It's called Sherpa Chai. I'm so excited. Uh, and there's such a cool story around this brand. You guys are going to love these guys. We got Pen- Pemba Sherpa on and Dave McKeon. It's so great to have you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. I am excited. Uh, so, so fun to have both of you on. Um, so often when I, I do these, it's like we'll, we'll sometimes get one and not both if there's co-founders or a CEO and co-owner. Like it's, it, it's so fun to have both of you here. So thank you for making the time. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, let's do this. I always love to start with a little bit of background. And so let, I'd love to hear both of your stories before starting the business. And you know what? Why don't we start with you, Pemba? Okay. Well, for, first of all, thank you for having me, having us here. Uh, so my background is uh, I grew up in Nepal in a remote village of 10 houses called Sangma, where there's no electricity, no plumbing, no running waters, uh, which is very different from where I live now. And uh, uh, so that's where I grew up. And uh, I used to when I was when I lived in the village, I used to walk three hours wow. one way from, uh, and I'm not making that up. So three hours, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And, and uh, if you come with me to Nepal, I'll show you those trail. Those trail still exists. Uh, He's so not anyway. making it up. I've seen it. It's for real. Three hours. At I can't least. imagine. But, oh wow! I, I don't even actually. If you can get it done in three hours, I'm shocked because I couldn't yeah. get it done now in three hours. No way. Wow! Unbelievable. That's the, that's the walk to school. Jeez, yeah. that was a walk to school. So that that's a walk to school, one way, by the way. So yeah, three hours to get to school and three hours back home. And uh, so anyway, I mean, my mom used to make me this product every morning before I, you know, before I start my trek to school. Uh, this is a really the product that we're, uh, we're, we brought out in the market today. Wow. So anyway, uh, that's that's where I grew up and that's how I went to school. Uh, and then as I grow, when I was about age of about, uh, 15 or so, I started working for the tourism industry and later I work as a professional mountain guide there. And after several years of full-time guiding there, I kind of developed a curiosity for the West, which I finally came out here in 1991. Got it. Uh, to to the U.S. and, you know, because Colorado is somewhat, the Rockies are similar to the Himalayas and I was really into uh, technical rock climbing and oh, wow. this this was a perfect place for me to be in. And then uh, I stay here and uh, and I started, and then I started adventure travel companies, uh, Colorship as an internationals. Uh, we had office in Bhutan, we had office in Tanzania, we had office in Kemendu, and, uh, and, and we ran adventure tours uh, pretty much many places in the world for many, many years. And then, of course, uh, then the 9-11 came, and then, you know, some stuff going on in Asia with Nepal, especially with the Maoists and whatnot. And then this whole tourism industry kind of change 
That's for sure. Yeah, the whole industry kind of changed, and that's when I start. That that's when I began exploring different business opportunity, and and I still really wanted to uh, live here in Colorado because the climbing here is fantastic. It's and, beautiful. And at the time, I was also kind of searching like uh, business opportunities in Boulder, Colorado. It's it's like perfect place and. Uh, perfect place for us to be in and uh, for me to be. And then, and I also saw good, that's need for like good authentic Nepalese restaurant there. So that's when I started like 20 years ago, I started the Sherpa's Adventure Restaurant in Got Boulder. Wow. I can run it. Yep. And, uh, and you know, I'm a social person, you know, I like to be around with people. And, and for me in restaurant is not just the uh, economic foundation, but it's also uh also it's for the social uh, uh for the social and the cultural fabric sure absolutely so, wow. yep and 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 that's where i start serving the chai i mean ah, when, okay. i mean we start serving the chai there uh, to the customers and we're serving like gallons and gallons for days <laughs> wow. and then you know i was keep hearing from customers like hey your chai is really good you should bottle it and at the time, I didn't really th- thought about it and think about it. And, you know, I was just perfectly happy what I was doing, running the restaurants and doing some adventure tours still. And, and you know, doing my own, you know, my own things. Uh, but I was keep hearing more and more. And then finally, I say, well, maybe there's a market for it. Maybe there's a need for it. So I went out there and did some study about the chai products. and. Surprisingly, there's a huge market and there's a handful of uh, Thai product out there in the market. But personally, I have not seen one good authentic Thai out there in the market. And that's when I saw the market and that's why I saw the need. And I say, okay, that's market. So we're going to start. Let's do something about that. Yeah, Absolutely. We're going to do something about that. But yeah. Love so it. that's how, that, yeah, that's really our, you know, that's my background and that's I love how it. we start the products. Yeah. Perfect. That's such great background. And, and it, it leads us right up to the product. Before we get there, though, Dave, uh, I mean, y- you couldn't have had a diff- more different background, right? You came up through product, communications, media. Um, yeah, it, it, totally different. Right. And so how yeah. did you get involved with this? And what did this look like for you? Well, um, you know, I had uh, I had I've had a bunch of different businesses over the years, and I, I built up a big software business in the hospitality industry, which uh, we finally had. Now we're about 500 employees, five regional offices, another international office, and um, and I just uh, in 2012 I said um, this isn't fun anymore, and I, I basically cashed out, moved back to Colorado where I had gone for undergraduate, and became a pretty much full-time lacrosse coach to my son. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, my, my son's finally left and I'm um, sitting around. So I got involved consulting on other software companies. I had a little office nearby the house here in, in Longmont and the guy who owned the building uh, was an investor in Sherpa Chai. And he wow. kept, kept saying me, you know, here, give me bottles of Sherpa Chai. And I'm like, <laughs> I really don't drink that much tea or coffee. So whatever. And I kept taking it home and my wife and daughters were drinking it like it was going out of style. Wow. And finally, about two and a, two years ago, uh, they gave me a bottle of the latest version, latest flavor, the, the turmeric ginger. I took it home. It was 
got home two o'clock in the afternoon. The next morning, I'm like walking out the door and my daughter's at the refrigerator with the door open with an empty bottle in her hand. And she's like, hey, dad, can you get another one of these? And I'm like, all right, I got to I got to find out what's going on with this. And so I, 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 I said, Todd introduced me to Pemba and I met Pemba and I heard the stories and I, I was just I was blown away. And I just I said, listen, I'd be interested in becoming an investor. And one thing led to another. And now it's back to working 60 plus hours a week. And, <laughs> right. And no longer uh, just coaching the lacrosse team. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, you know, it's it's a it, the, the CPG industry, the, the consumer packaged good industry is a completely different animal than than software as a service, which would as I've been doing before. And uh, so it's been um, it's been exciting and learning a lot. And 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 then I, I very quickly I said to I remember the first event I, I took place in was uh, it was a bike to work day here in Boulder that July. And I said, I, I'd help out. And so I'm handing out samples and everybody's asking me, have you been to Nepal? And I'm like, nah, but I really want to <laughs> right. go. And, yeah. and I literally, I, I finished the, the whole thing. And I, I, I said to Pemba, I'm like, I got to go. I got to go to Nepal. Nepal. Yeah. Right. And he goes, and Pemba goes, well, as it turns out, we have an expedition going, you know, a, a trekking trip in Annapurna coming up in, in October. And I'm like, we're in, I'm going. Wow. And, uh, and Pemba was, you know, kind enough to set up all kinds of stuff for us. So we, we flew up to Sengma in a helicopter and saw the village and met the people. And, and, and I was hooked. That was, wow. I mean, it was just, you know, the, the, it's not just the product is amazing. It's also that the, um, uh, Pemba and everybody involved in this, there's this, uh, this attitude of, of giving back to the community, to helping out the, the Sherpa people, to helping out Nepalese, all of this kind of thing is, it's, it truly is infectious and I want to be part of it. So that's why getting involved in this was, uh, was, was actually a pretty much a no-brainer very very so, cool um yeah that's awesome i so, love both of your backgrounds and so complimentary um let's see pemba so it's one thing to have something that everyone's loving that you're making at the restaurant you know pour it in a cup or however you're serving it um because i'm not an expert on it but it's another to put it in a product like a package and make it saleable and 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 ship it all over the place and whatnot. How did you figure that out? Or how did you guys approach that? Um, you know, what were the first steps you had to take? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, definitely this was a different game. I mean, uh, from like uh, making the restaurant and then uh, serving in a cup. But uh, yeah, the packaging, uh, packaging and distributing and getting the product in the shelf. I mean, this was a, uh, you know, this was a, I mean, it, it was a learning experience and, uh, yeah. And, uh, over the years we learned and, you know, we just, uh, went for it. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the logistics of going for it. And, and, uh, David, like, what did that look like in terms of like, how did you figure out manufacturing? How did you figure out, you know, packaging and labels and things like that? Well, you know, to some degree, a lot of that stuff had been already designed by the team that, that Pemba had assembled. Got it. Um, and um, and I think, to be honest with you, I think the first thing I did before I even got really involved in the company is I actually went out and started buying data. Uh, there's a number of companies out there that provide consumer packaged goods data for the grocery business, et cetera. And so I began buying that data to do an, a quick analysis of it. I mean, I, before I even invested, I really wanted to know how good is this product right and and after doing an analysis of the data it, it it blew me away it was so much better than i ever anticipated you know i mean here's a product that's basically distributed at that point only in colorado and yet 
uh, was like number nine nationally in the, wow. the, the category that, 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 that we compete in. That's incredible. And so I mean, seriously. with that, wow. it, 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 it truly was. And, and that just speaks to the quality of the ingredients, the quality of the product, and the quality of the, the, the recipes that, again, with the original recipe goes back to Pemba's you know, family, great, great grandmother recipe, the one he was given as a child, you know, these are, this is just something, this is the way it's been made for a long time. And, and clearly they know how to make chai, right? I mean, totally. that's, there's no question. And, 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 and all of our ingredients are organic and naturally sourced. And all of this plays a big part in the quality of the product. And that's why when I saw that data, I was like, this is a product that has, has serious potential. Um, you know, we've now been able to uh, step up our uh, distri- distribution channels, and um, even in light of, of what happened with COVID, where uh, all of our so before COVID, forty percent of this company's revenue was generated through um, basically through coffee shops, sure. through restaurants and coffee shops. Um, that went from forty percent in <laughs> call it March of last year to less than eight percent by June. Wow. And it continues to be that way. Now, coffee shops are starting to open up again. So we are seeing increased uh, orders from them, which is great. But what we did is we really put our, our back behind the idea of expanding our distribution channels through the grocery channels. Totally. And that has, that has more than made up for it. So that even though we lost 40% of our pre-COVID revenues in 2019, we still more than doubled our overall revenues for the year, even after losing all that money. What an amazing! So, so I mean, you yeah, guys had a great so, year. I mean, and we, had, I think, we had a great year. You know, really a lot did. of people had great years last year despite COVID. I, you know, I think anyway, that's it's really incredible. It forced your model to change, which I find interesting. You guys were able to flex to that. Um, well, we flexed also in the online sales as well. So the direct to consumer product sales were were stepped up rather dramatically. We were doing about a thousand dollars a month in, in direct to consumer sales online in um, the months just after COVID started by like June of last year. Now we average $10,000 a month a year in a normal month. And when we have promos, we've had months of 20 and, and almost 25,000 in online. Sales. Unbelievable. Wow. Um, talk about the different flavors of what you guys are offering now. I see there's a spicy Sherpa chai. I see uh-huh. there's uh, kind of your, I say your core. I don't, I, I don't know how you want to phrase it, but tell me about how you, how you guys figure out flavors and mix and whatnot. Well, the, uh, the, the flavor profiles are to a large degree also worked out with uh, Dealey, who is our head brewer. Um, and um, so he has come up, obviously the traditional is the recipe. Traditional, that right. Originally came from, from Pemba's family. Spicy is kind of a spicy version of that. Yep. We do a decaf version of it as well. Turmeric, ginger, obviously honey, turmeric, vanilla. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and the, uh, you know, the honey comes from a local bee guy here in Boulder, for example. Um, all again, even honey is a strange one, right? You can't, honey can't be declared organic in the United States. Interesting. Um, because wow. we never know where the bees actually get their pollen from, right? <laughs> that's, I had but, no idea. But, I learned that's something true. I learned. True, yeah. Wow. But everything else is is organic. Um, and all of it, I mean, the, the, the ginger, the turmeric that goes into it, all of this is fe- fresh ground every single day for every single kettle that they brew. And um, and I think that, that flavor profile is what makes a difference. So that's awesome. And, you know, when did you guys know, hey, I think we've got something here beyond just, you know, a couple of coffee shops here and there. And I mean, was it last year when you moved to direct to consumer? Was it when you picked up some grocery? Like, what did that look like? 
No, this was this was clear even before I came on board. I mean, um, I have I have done an analysis over some of the sales efforts during the last uh, couple of years, and and I have come to the conclusion that the uh, I mean, Sherpa Chai grows almost despite the sales effort. It's wow. unbelievable how this product has just been recognized. Look, my my wife is the perfect person to ask this question because she drinks the stuff <laughs> all the time, every morning, it. night, and noon. In fact, even at the end of the day, it's turmeric ginger, uh, that's the, the, which she'll have at dinner time. Wow. So the reality is, is that um, you know people who drink chai, and, and my wife and girls are, uh, have all said, there's nothing that is even compares to the quality of the, the flavors that you guys have. I love so it. I so, think that I think that really carries carries a lot of weight. So Pimbo, what makes it so unique? Like what what is it? What's the secret to making it? You know, is it the ta- to make it the taste or the um, the flavor profile? Like what is it that makes the product so unique? Well, I think I mean uh, I think what makes it unique is is the authentic. I mean. It, I mean, uh, how you brew the chai. I mean, there's a the kind of the product you use, uh, the the amount of the gingers, the the cloves, uh, the condiments, uh, the cinnamons, and all those th- uh, things has to measure uh, correctly to come up uh, to come up with the right test. And I think I think that's the key to uh, to make the product right. Love it, yeah. I mean, it's obviously yeah. really unique formula recipe. And, and this is, I mean, and this is not something that I created. I mean, this is a product that that I've been drinking since uh, since I was in tent. That's so and, great, though. I yeah, mean, how cool so, is that? <laughs> yeah, and for us, I mean, for me to like uh, come up with this product and in, uh, come up with the recipe is, I mean, it's it's not like I have to go out there and research and study. Sure. I mean, this is like very normal and natural for me. Wow. You I also have, have a book Justin, out. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Justin, yeah. one, one last thing on that point that I wanted to mention as well. Look, I had never been to Nepal. I didn't know about and really almost anything. And when I got to Nepal and I, I visited these places and I visited the, the tea houses in Annapurna and I visited Pemba's village and so forth. The one thing that was, that was clearly obvious is that this is like this is like water to these people. Sure. Everywhere you go, the first thing they do is offer you a cup of chai. <laughs> and <laughs> everywhere it. you go is and I mean and and it it the, the chai you get is always uh, it's amazing. And it, it it you know, and in a part of the world where uh you know, clean water can be challenging, right? Um this is like I said, this they boil this and they everybody drinks it everywhere you go. Wow. And uh, and it's it's such a pervasive part of the culture with the Sherpa that um, you know you, you just got to understand that as Peppa said this this is you know, to him this is as natural as, as right. drinking water <laughs> right it's, right yeah yeah but to others it's a, a special um, product yes I love exactly. it. Um, Pimba, you also have no it's perfect I'm so glad you added that Pimba, you got a book out called Bridging Worlds what's tell me about the book. Well, you know, I wrote this book because uh, uh, mainly, well, I have some unique story. I mean, everybody has some stories, but I believe I have a really unique story, you know, growing up in, you know, very world countries and, you know, uh, and, you know, coming up with the, uh, with, 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 you know, limited educations and coming to completely different 
country and you know learning different things and language and starting business and not only that and and then you know i guided in the himalayas for 30 plus years and i have some historical shares uh with my you know adventures and whatnot but mainly i wrote this book because uh i want to give people the awareness uh in the himalayas or the area especially the area where i, I grew up uh, on the impact on the in- environment and uh also the dangers of the climbing uh like how many sherpas are dying up in the mountains wow. you know without uh without proper training or without proper equipments and uh and people in the regions i mean used to drink like clean crystal glacier waters and people now there's are drinking uh very polluted waters and uh you know, Nepal is a very thorough country, and there's only like 27% of imperfect sanitations. And uh, children under the age of the five are the most affected with, with estimated like, you know, over 40,000 children are dying every year from drinking bad waters. And, uh, and so I wrote these books, so it gives people awareness. This expedition they go to the Himalayas, or the trekkers they go to the uh, uh, to the Himalayas and some other areas, you know. Yeah, and I'm also hoping that, and you know, like Everest Base Camp. I mean, right now there's like thousands and thousands of people entering every year, and there's not really such a thing as a Swiss system or you know, twilight sure. system set it up there. And I'm hoping by reading this book, maybe, you know, I get some people attention, you know, and uh, see they can maybe perhaps, you know, help in those area because because I, I can see that they need help in that area desperately. And, uh, yeah, and I'm not saying that people not go there. I mean, I think Nepal is the second largest source of a foreign exchange with tourism, I mean, Nepal need tourism. But I wish there's a way that, you know, the sanitations and the sewer systems and toilet systems are set up properly. And that this easily can be done. And I've seen it in Ishimiti National Park and I've seen it in Denali National Park. And, you know, these things can totally be done and i'm hoping that by you know people read this book and maybe they can uh, somebody somebody maybe can step in sure well yeah. love that very very cool um one thing i love to ask our guests is you know you guys have, have grown a business here um navigated different changes over time. Um, you've got a lot of growth potential in front of you, I, I think, for this product, especially in this segment of beverage. Um, Dave, you know, what what would be two or three of the biggest lessons learned you'd share with our audience in terms of, you know, getting through some of the challenges of, yeah, of building yeah. a brand? What would that look like? Because I, I always love to, to have advice shared with our listeners. You know, I think honestly, um, Justin, in some degree, the fact that I come into the, the CPG world um, knowing nothing, right? I mean, right. I'm, I'm, I'm clueless, and I and I I have learned a great deal, but I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose all the time. I would say to anybody with any kind of uh, idea about a business, 
you, you got to look for people that can help you do the sure. stuff you, that you can't do, right? You don't know enough to know. And who, who can? You can't know it all anyways. But you got to find people who you can who you can trust, who are smart, and who can basically help you to, to you know, learn what you don't know. Um, and that has been a key uh, to, I think, to what we've been doing here. Um, I would always say, and I, this is a lesson that goes back to my early days in business, is that the other thing is, is that you really better find yourself some good um, accounting and finance people um, that can that can really help you with the with the, that part of it, because that is a, a critical element, and generally speaking, an element that um, you're always better off having somebody who's you know, this is what they do. They're an accountant. They're, they're a finance guy, sure. you know, cause that's not me. Uh, my job is to, to grow this brand and to grow this business and uh, make sure that everything works so that we can do that. Right. And that means you got to rely on others. That's at the end of the day, the key to making this work. Got to find other people who can help you do all the stuff you a don't want to do or B don't know how to do. Sure. Wow. Totally yeah. agree. And great advice. Um, this has been so cool. I love learning about you guys and your brand. I and, and on the website, I mean, you guys got to check this out. It's just there's some great pictures too um, of the different adventures. Um, SherpaChai.com. Um, either one of you share with our audience where they can buy the product, where they can connect with you, check out your social, um, etc. Okay, uh, I'm going to jump in first, and I would say. For your audience, and I assume your audience is a nationwide, yep, absolutely worldwide, worldwide, audience, right? exactly. So that would be an online order. Um, if you are going to be ordering from outside the United States, reach out to one of us and send us a message through SherpaChai.com. I might be able to make it work depending on where you're located, but we are shipping liquid, so it gets yeah, challenging. It's, it's heavy. So, um, <laughs> right. That said, I have a son who's at university in Scotland. And he and his roommates call me about every month and a half, and they're like, "Send, Send me us another product. case, Dad," Love which it. I am doing on my own. So, <laughs> That's but, awesome. but regardless, we, so international is a little more challenging. But otherwise, uh, online we can take care of anything that you need that way. And if you are in the Four Corners region of Colorado, uh, or uh, in the Pacific Northwest, Washington State, and Oregon then you can find us in many of your natural grocers in Colorado in every grocery store. We're carried in all of them in uh, the other areas uh, in the Pacific Northwest. We're being carried in uh, Fred Meyer today oh, natural very good. Grocers and vitamin cottages. That's awesome. Is, wow. uh, usually the same company. Yeah. Where That's you impressive. Are. I mean, you guys have gotten some great distribution as well. Yeah. And um, we're, we're hoping for more. So totally Pimba, any final uh, words of advice for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, last thing that I wanted to mention is, uh, you know, uh, you know, like as I mentioned earlier, I'm adventurous, I'm travelers, and and I keep love doing this. And uh, every year I go back, and we have a Sherpachai expedition. Uh, they're going, going to be going back to Nepal this uh, this coming fall, leaving on October 23rd, and we're going to be going to not the tourist area, but in more of a remote area uh, and also exploring more the Sherpa cultures and more of inside of the country. Uh, so 
anyway, uh, I love to show people like where I came from and the areas and the mountains and the cultures. So yeah, if anybody wanted to join me, uh, living on October, they can again they can uh, contact at sherpachai.com. That's awesome. I love it. That's yeah. like an added bonus. Yeah. Well, it has been so great meeting both of you. I'm excited for you guys and all that you have going on, your brand. Um, I can't wait to follow and I hope you'll come back and share with us, you know, your growth and things you've learned and, and how you've um, evolved over time. And I really appreciate you both being on the podcast. Looking yeah. forward to it. Thank yeah. you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.